This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Just getting ready to start the podcast. And uh, this happens every once in a great while. I, I really didn't know what to talk about. Usually I've got stuff. Uh, on, on any typical day, I've got stories stacked for days to come. A lot of times what happens, by the time I have time to get to them on the podcast, you know, they've become kind of uh, irrelevant or untimely. Well, believe it or not, I, I burned through most of what I had. I, you know, in either not because I, I discussed it all on the podcast because I didn't. It's just that it either went away or, or I did discuss it and it was no longer on the on the current list. A little bit of stuff, you know, uh, really enough stories for today's podcast. But I don't know that any of it really there is stuff that I I put in super recently, like the newest stuff, the newest stories in there are a day or two old. Uh, you know, since I uncovered it. And so I thought, let me just uh, check the judge, uh, Drudge Report real quick. And if you heard me talking the other day, uh, the Drudge Report, DrudgeReport.com, if you're not familiar with it, I don't recommend it. As a matter of fact, I'd say stay the heck away from it, which, of course, will drive more people to go check it out now that I said that. It's really just a, a linking site. I forget the name they use for these things. But they just, you know, they don't, there's no Drudge content. It's all just, you know, sharing other links that they, they put these catchy headlines on. And, you know, what I've learned from the Drudge Report experiment, it's like it's like the ultimate clickbait experiment. It's essentially a screen full of clickbait, right? And they know <laughs> from doing this every day, all day, what catches and what doesn't. You'll see headlines that are very catchy, that have absolutely nothing to do with the points of the article. Sometimes you hear me point that out uh, from other sources as well, but it happens a lot here on Drudge. Or it takes an exaggeration and, and super exaggerates it, adds an emotional twist, and they're very effective at it. And for quite a long time, the Drudge Report drove the conservative narrative in this country I, before I even realized it. Like it was like these sort, you know, that you see these uh, the, these uh, videos once in a while where they put together the the liberal media, the mainstream media, the commercial media, whatever you want to call it, cable news, and they're all repeating the same things. It's really creepy when they put it all on the same screen. You know what I'm talking about? Where they say, and this is a threat to our democracy, and there's 20 of these different newscasters on the screen from these different stations and places all saying the exact same things. It's freaky. Well, how does that happen? Well, it's simple. It's not a magic trick. It seems spooky, but it's not. It's called centralized information. It's called people are no longer allowed to think for themselves. Certainly not report on the news in your own words. What are you, out of your mind? People just saying whatever they want. We're going to have it a little more polished. It's not who we are. We're going to be a little more civil. And what do you get? A bunch of robots. What's the difference? They say it's all AI uh, generated. They should just use uh, fake voices, which they're already doing as well. And it won't be long before the fake voices can deliver it better than the real voices because they'll never get tired. They'll never get moody. They'll never get depressed. They'll never get upset. They'll only get what to be what the program makes them to be. And it'll make you nuts 
like it already is, just like the Drudge Report is and Facebook and all these things that were supposed to be improvements in our lives. And I said it before, I'll say it again. What kind of progress is this? Not making any sense. Because it hasn't dealt with basic human nature in a natural way. Right? So just take this, this Facebook nonsense I was talking about yesterday where, where Kluckerberg came out and said, well, the FBI strongly suggested that we remove the Hunter Biden story. Yeah. You know, really doesn't get into the details. Joe Rogan asked me, he said, well, how much did you curtail the, the posting? Well, it's hard to say, but, but meaningful. I've heard this kind of talk before. Hey, and you know, here's the thing. Joe Rogan, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, whatever you want to say about him, he's no softy, I wouldn't say. I would have pounced on Cluckerberg for that. What do you mean meaningful? What's meaningful to you, Cluckerberg? What kind of shadow banning is meaningful versus unmeaningful? You tell me. What crosses the line, you schmuck? And then and Rogan, you know, he's stoned. He's like, okay, meaningful. I'm actually on Joe Rogan's side with this, and I don't think he was stoned in the interview, but I'm not, I'm not holding back anything today. The whole scene just makes me sick. Anyway, centralized information. It's horrible. You know, it, it, it's making us crazy. We were built around, believe it or not, we're social beings that, that need family support and community support to survive. And people think that, that somehow, in other words, we got to get along. You know, one way or the other, either we're going to kill each other or we're going to get along. I, I think that there's, there's so many stories I could tell you lately. I've been telling you how I, I, I've been just a little, uh, you know, just had it with politics. I've been, I'll tell you the truth. I wanted to discuss this too. Uh, for the past eight months, I have without a doubt been in the, the most depressed that I've ever been in my life. I kid you not. I've been really struggling uh, with some depression, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I'm okay. I, I can handle it. And in fact, I know exactly what's going on. And one way, I'm laughing at myself. Uh, and I want to talk about that a little bit more if we have time here. But everybody's just, we, we, we were built to be communal, not Facebook communal. I, you know what I mean? Real communal. I keep talking to you about uh, just like this, I can't even explain it, like this uh, um, addiction I have to being outside. That's not even the right word, although partially true. It's just like this desire all the time to be outside. I was talking to, uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before about an outdoor shower. Some of you made fun of me, which is usually the reaction I get. People are like, that's a little weird. A little weird to you. I'm not talking about, you know, out with no uh, <laughs> screening for God's sake. You know, it's going to be private. You just be in the fresh air. With cold water. I can't tell you how good it feels to have cold water uh, run over your body. You know, what do you think people were, were, were doing? Jumping in creeks and streams and ponds. And it's not always very comfortable, believe me. But it's good for you. It's good for you to breathe fresh air. It's good for you to take in the real natural beauty around us instead of looking at everything on a screen. And, and, and constantly looking for better air filters. Here's how to improve the indoor air quality. Get the heck outside. I was talking to a guy I know shares a lot of the same belief. He goes, yeah, he's like, he's, he's on a kind of a tight lot, so he doesn't have a lot of privacy. But he's like, he's like, yeah, my neighbors think I'm weird because I'm always outside. 
And uh, I, most of my friends, I would tell you, are outside all the time, say the same thing. And I look around at my neighbors, and I see nobody outside. The old Italian lady next to me, wonderful woman, brings me incredible food. Share her more than anybody else. This guy across the street, is he's got one of these manicured lawns. You know, it looks, uh, you know, fitting for a golf course. You know, it's beautiful. I never see them outside. I say to myself, what is the point? It makes no sense to me. You've got all these beautiful fixtures and appendages and perfectly manicured, and you're sitting inside watching TV. I'm outside with a hole in the ground, throwing chunks of wood in there and burning it. <laughs> Having a great time. Uh, where was I? So I go on the Drudge Report I'm all over the place today. I know. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. Being outside, that was my point. Keeping it real. It just, the whole scene has me kind of crazy. I saw, I'll bring this around here. I'm going to start to make a point. Chris Matthews, I was watching on a YouTube video. I think he was on, it was on the last 48 hours, so it was fairly recent. And I I was going to save it, and I didn't, because this is the kind of stuff that kind of drives. He's basically saying that um, the Republicans aren't going to do anything about the election. He went into incredible detail. He said, look, supposedly he got 70 million votes, but out of them, most of those people have no desire for violence or any problems or protesting. A couple hundred showed up at the, at the White House. They keep calling it an armed insurrection. I thought nobody was armed. Was anybody armed? I don't think so. Maybe they had people that had found weapons on them, but there was no armed insurrection. They keep repeating that lie. Um. So basically, though, Chris Matthews just sitting there on MSNBC on, on prime time major network, plainly, blatantly saying Republicans aren't going to do a doggone thing. And you know what? I believe him. I've, I've said it here. I'm like, I, I really don't know. I don't know that the I can't believe that the election results are being accepted the way they are. They're rolling over for the vaccine. I could go on and on. And you know my whole story. I'm not saying that it didn't get to me some of it. Well, here we are. And where is that exactly? Are Republicans going to fight back? Does it matter? What are we fighting back against? What is this taking us to? And I think it's taking us nowhere. This is just going to continue on the way it is that Chris Matthews is right. For whatever reason, we've lost our faith or until people are hungry and as it is right now, everybody's fat and happy. Not as happy as they were, but everybody's still fat as all get. Fatter than ever, actually, from the way I see it. And I don't mean to be rude. I, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go down to Texas to see my son. I'm trying to drop a few pounds myself because I like to eat like anybody. But look around at how out of shape. Come on. Tell me you haven't noticed. How many people? The, the number of people... That you see they're in shape. Any kind of decent shape is what, 5% at this point? I don't know. So nobody's going to do anything. There's just no desire. Uh, Is there or isn't there? So I go to the Drudge Report. Not what I wanted to talk about. And not what I would normally talk about. Because unfortunately the Drudge Report, which was at one time a national icon, a beacon of centralized conservative information... It now has been taken over uh, by the liberal leftists. I don't, I don't want to say liberal. I don't think this is liberal, what we're seeing. And um, 
it's now become, you know, government propaganda just like everything else, basically. So I don't even really pay much attention to the Drudge Report. But today, it caught my eye a little bit. The first thing I noticed, they put a cover on the photo. It's very plain text. And uh, like I said, it's like this this uh, clickbait, <laughs> you know, 3D clickbait. You know, it's like, oh, what should I look at? Click, 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 click. This mad, crazy clicking. Well, they put a photo in the middle, and it's presumably, of course it's not labeled, presumably documents that were taken from Mar-a-Lago. There's a, there's a uh, cardboard office box, you know, paper box. Then they have laid out these top secret labeled materials, and then in the box there's framed photos, one of which is Time magazine cover. And it's probably something uh, older of Trump's probably when he was on the cover, I'm guessing. You can't see it here. So, let's get real here a second, all right? Uh, I look at this, and the headline is this, Drudge's headline, Trump caught hoarding nation's secrets for sale, question mark, for blackmail, question mark, for ego, question mark. This is a, is a clear um, attack on the president, if you ask me. Now, the Drudge Report is still conservative control, I believe. I believe. I don't know that to be fact. But I think it's establishment Republicans. And this war that we're in has really taken a complete nasty turn. This is no longer Republican against Democrat. It's grassroots Republicans versus all of the establishment. That's really what's going on. And why do I say that? Trump caught. It's, it's, a, um, it's a declaration of guilt, right? On a Republican, conservative-leaning site, that's the establishment Republicans waging war on Trump. That's exactly what that is right there, Okay. So don't blame Biden, not completely. Don't blame the Democrats completely. This is Republicans doing this. Let me just give you a little side tip. This is really nothing in the scope of this story, but how, how, uh, what a loser deal the Republican National Party is, or one of the party, one of the levels. You know I'm the treasurer for Nancy Price's campaign. <clears throat> As part of that, I had to go register in a pretty deep way, like provide my social security number deep way. Like they need to verify your identity to be a, quote, officer on a campaign. So I put in all this personal information so that I can do this function. And you know what the gift I got back from the Republican Party was, whether it's the state or the county or they sold it? I get on this text spam list, and it's a different number. Let's see if there's any here since I last know. Kind of come in waves. And it's all wanting to get money. Let me pull up this last one here for you. Um, We sent this memo out earlier this week to the top conservative operatives. Yeah, thank you. And wanted to make sure you saw it. So they're going to send it from a different number. Do you care about taking back the House, Christopher? We still have a huge gap in our fundraising, and you haven't stepped up. We're asking you to write a huge check. Just $10 or $12 will help. 
We're giving you one more chance to prove that you are a top conservative patriot. We are behind the Dems by six points. This is our chance to catch up. Step up here. Yeah. That's the kind of top operative I signed up to be, huh? What a sham. What? It's like a multi-level marketing scam. The, the whole thing, the, 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 the politics, the parties, the whole thing has gotten so disgusting. And these are the Republicans that are going to work to take down Trump. The report says the DOJ likely to wait past election to reveal any charges. That doesn't mean that they're charging Trump. Uh, Napolitano indictment soon doesn't mean Trump. The Don rages over photo bombshell. Shares barrage of QAnon content. Papers piled up on carpet adds to pressure. So effed. Docs at Mar-a-Lago moved and hidden as feds sought them. Lawyers may become witnesses or targets. FBI facing unprecedented threats. Time to hunt fed, boys. Uh, Biden warns MAGA, if you want to fight against this country, you need F-15s. Proud boys leader faked his own arrest. Uh, this is funny. On a on a, a Facebook live or some live social media feed, he was arrested, and now they're saying it was faked. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Who was it that was caught up in the scam collecting money for the border wall? Boy, it's funny how people forget. I want to say that um, what's his name? Bannon's name was on that list. Didn't he get sued for something to do with that? Where'd the money go? Remember that. The GoFundMe that raised like $10 million for the the border wall. All these scams. Yeah, we need you to step up, loyal patriot. And uh, the way we do that these days is with cash. How's it any different than the bums down in Baltimore that ripped off the Apple production crew? It's kind of funny. They're like, what are you doing here? Oh, we like Black Lives Matter. Well, good. (laughs) Get your checkbook out. Trump caught hoarding nation's secrets for sale, for blackmail, for ego. This is the Republican Party putting a gun to your head. And you're saying, you know, you say, yeah, I support Republicans. Good. Write a check. What's the difference? I'd take my chances down in Baltimore before I would with these lying, conniving scumbags. It just, the whole scene makes me sick. But here's the bigger point that I'm trying to say to you. I thought to myself, you know, here's Chris Matthews saying, you know what, Republicans aren't going to do anything. I'm like, he's probably right. But then I look at what's happening, and I'm like, this is not good. Trump is not taking this lying down, nor should he. Uh, This whole thing, what happened to Bannon? He didn't go to jail. What happened to his case? They're like, oh, yeah, Bannon indicted. Yeah? Bannon's still doing his podcast. Trump, oh, yeah, twice impeached president. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's hilarious to me. I I know I'm I'm jumping around. I I hope this is making some kind of sense. I was listening to the radio the other day, and I heard a little blip I wanted to share with you. This lady calls in, and she says, uh, you know, I've been working at this. They're talking about the change of culture and change of time. She says, I've been working at this company for 24 years. She said, all of a sudden, out of the blue, they decide to make a no-cursing policy. She said, we don't have any contact with customers or not in the public. It's like a backroom thing. I took it to be like a sales, you know, backroom sales thing. You know, they're taking orders and things like that. 
I don't know. She didn't say. Either way, 24 years. So her boss is standing next to her. They have a computer problem, and she's like, she says she blurts out, do you effing believe this? And they end up uh, get, making her go home for two weeks without pay for one word, one slip. And she's like, do you, believe, do you know what I call that? Unreasonable. It's just unreasonable to take a loyal employee like that and be like, oh, oh, you said a bad word. You're, you're going to go home. First of all, who, you know, how old is this woman? She's got to be at least, what, 40 minimum, uh, probably older, right, um, to be treated like this. And I don't know. You know, who knows the, the authentication of the whole story or what other details there were. I don't know. But uh, this is the world we're living in today. And I looked at this law that they're going to use to trap Trump, and, and I'll tell you what, you should take a look at it. It's, uh, it's a national security law, and it has been weaponized. I didn't know it existed until all this. And it's pretty vague. If they want to hang him on it, and enough people are willing to go along with it, uh, they'll hang him on it. Are they going to? It sure seems like it. I mean, I got to tell you, every indication that I get is that the Biden administration or whoever really wants to start World War III between Russia and us and China. I mean, I don't know how much more they could provoke and instigate a war than what they're already doing. We're shipping all kinds of weapons to Ukraine. You know, how long do you think that the Russia is going to sit there accepting the, the body bags of their of their sons? when they've been killed by American weapons. And that whole situation's been, you know, completely misreported. There's lies on top of lies. And then you got the whole China-Taiwan situation. And if the goal is for China to attack Taiwan, it seems to me we're doing a pretty good job. I, I really do not understand the logic um, or, or the approach. It makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. I think... The, the, what's really going on in most cases, like I remember they had uh, Boinkin there at this meeting with the Chinese, and he was giving them the tough talk. And he's like, oh, our, our, uh, you know, our trade secrets, our patents, and, and all these things have been infringed on and all these different things. And um, he was talking tough. But I think what's really happening, they're just saying one thing, doing another, and getting paid off to do it. I really do. Well, we did the best we could. Russian aggression, Russian aggression, you know, we had all kinds of munitions stockpiled there. We're pumping all this money in there for years, and Putin had enough. What if the roles were reversed? So they certainly seem to be starting World War III. And then I I look at this stuff with these documents and Trump, and I'm like, you know, they got the documents, and they just shut up and go home. Everything they're doing, they, they want to push world war uh, or civil war in this country. Energy, non-independence, they seem to want to just break the country's uh, energy supply, you know, break the country's food supply. Inept, evil, both. I think people are confused, very confused. I don't know. It's concerning to me, this whole Trump story and where they're going with this. Let me just see uh, what Bongino report has to say. I think I did check this earlier. Trump slams DOJ filing opposing a special master. 
FBI employees have lost confidence in Director Ray. Call for his resignation. Uf, U.S. life expectancy falls to its lowest level since 1996. Uh, Charlie Crist resigns from uh, Congress. Illegal immigrant children being placed with strangers. Californians asked not to charge electric cars. Keep AC at 78 as heat wave stresses the power grid. Latest DOJ smoking gun makes them look worse. I don't know what their smoking gun is. Yeah, it's this photo. There's a couple of them. Just real quick about this. Uh, the impression I got that this was a public relations effort. This is not needed in court document to make the case to the sitting judge. This was put out there knowing that they're going to go out there to the media. These photos. Were they saying they were leaked? The walls closing in, the latest filing. I don't know, but these uh, these photos are out there, and they clearly came from the FBI because nobody else would have had them. And I do think it's a big mistake. First of all, you know, I don't know who this is convincing to. My first thing is like, here's a, these are classified documents, and here's supposed photos of them sitting out here. Who's breaking the law now? Well, that's the answer to to make these things public. And then there's these photos and frames, which are clearly things that they should not have as part of the warrant. What's going to be their excuse for having that? And then there's just this, the, I don't see how they ever convict him in a real trial after all this effort to, to bash him, which is what it's all really about. You got an election coming up, midterms, and all the news is talking about is Trump, 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 Trump. Why is that? Because he won. His candidates are primarily on the ballot. And now the establishment, Republican and Democrat, they're going, oh, crap. We didn't think that these, uh, these loony Trump, these loony MAGA people were going to ever get elected, to get through the primary. But they did. Here in Bucks County, next to me, they had a lady who was charged and convicted uh, down for January 6th. I don't know she got some light sentence. She ran and, and, and got through the primary. And they're like, Ugh. We misjudged that. I saw it coming. Then you had Democrats funding advertising and campaigns for MAGA candidates because they think they're going to lose in the general election. And this scramble and this, uh, in my opinion, this, this grabbing for straws is because the Democrats predictably and the people doing this box themselves in a corner. Uh, the, I know here in Pennsylvania there is such a fight to preserve the elections. People watching these drop boxes, they have. It's amazing to me, really. You know, to Chris Matthews' point, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bank on it, brother. There just may be enough people willing to stand up and say enough is enough, and many of them already are. What does this lead us to? Well, we'll have to see what happens with this election for sure. See if people can make any change. But there's still going to be so many people in it, so much swamp to get out. You're changing people's thinking, changing the culture, and it's, it's time-consuming. takes a lot of energy. They put this photograph out there. It's supposed to be the top secretest documents. What a bunch of nonsense. It doesn't even look real. It looks so staged. It's not even funny. These photo, these. Uh, these framed in, uh, documents over here to uh, 
to p- prove some kind of authenticity that they were Trumps, you know, with the signature gold frame Trump style. Very foolish. How's the FBI ever going to say with no witnesses there that they didn't plant this stuff? I don't know. We'll see how it all turns out. I think it's very concerning. So let me talk about the depression a little bit a minute. Um, I don't like to talk about it too much because I'm like a fake it till you make it kind of guy if, if I'm not feeling well, usually. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm a human being. I get a little, you know, depressed. I don't want to say like clinically depressed. Um, you know, some people, like I know a guy, he couldn't get out of bed. He's just, uh, and you know, he just feels sick, horrible, no energy. Um, I've had days where like, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything. I was, you know, I don't know. It's a weird feeling, right? But that's just, you know, I think that's normal kind of, you know, uh, running yourself ragged and just getting to a point where you need a break kind of thing. Um, I don't really know about clinical depression and what that, that means. I mean, for me, uh, I definitely can tell that you know, my mood and my thoughts uh, since about the beginning of the year just haven't been myself. Some of it genuinely comical. Um, for example, the way I've processed my son moving away and as my daughter's getting older, it's, it's pretty funny, like my emotional reaction to that. I'm laughing at myself as I go through that. Um, so that just kind of gives me a sense of where I'm at. It's just like where I'm like, I, you know, my, I think like I've consciously, you know, self, you, you're doing thinking nothing but negative here for days. What's positive? Some of it I've talked about, right? I'm like, I think you really use a good laugh. By the way, nobody got back to me with anything. I was like, give me something funny, a comedy skit, a show, something that I can get a good, a good, uh, bust a good gut. And, uh, I would love to watch her. I really would. Nobody had anything. Maybe somebody out there does. Uh, so let me just say this, because I know that it affects a lot of people, and it doesn't get talked about a lot because we don't get down like that. And, you know, I think there's some truth to that, too. Like, you got to keep going, right? I mean, there's days, you know, hell, every day I don't really feel like doing it. Uh, but you got to push forward. you got to put your head down and put one foot in front of the other, and you got to keep going. It's key. Uh, but as far as dealing with depression, you know, Tony Robbins, I listened to him say something years ago. It really made a lot of sense. And he said, you know, when we're feeling unease in our lives, that would probably be a better way to saying what I really, rather than depression. It's unease, all right? Because I don't really even know what depression is. It's this unease I felt. What is this unease? And he says the cause of that, you know, certainly worry, right? If you're the type of person, well, oh, worried about World War III, worried about this. And I have concerns. I don't look at this whole thing. I'm like, where's this all headed? Uh, but Tony Robbins said, look, when you're, when, you're, when you're feeling unease, it's because in some area of your life, you're not feeling the progress that you desire. In my, in my words, I would say it means that we're not living up to our potential. You know, too many times when we're feeling uneasy, we have a tendency to say, I suck. Or why did I do this? Or why me? The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Here's a little here's a little olive branch to the rock. Uh, he has a little video where he does he talks about going through depression after he uh, uh, his football uh, career ended in college, um, and he he talks about he's deeply depressed and he, his message is just know that when you're going through that that you're not alone you're not the only one that pretty much everybody not everybody but I think most people go through something like that at some point in their lives. And, um, you know, for me, I've been dealing with a couple of things this year, really no big deal in the overall scheme of life. We really have a very fortunate life, and I'm very thankful. 
Everybody's happy, healthy, strong, good, boom, ah. But, um, you know, it's not that mean that we're not, we're not we're, we're problem-free down here either, you know. And I do have a little bit of worry about uh, the ways of the world. But the, with this desire, this uh, idea that, oh, you know, I stink, or why do I do these things, or why do I keep this, or why, it's really the, the exact opposite. Because the, there's nothing wrong with us. We, we were not created to be weak, vulnerable, and inadequate. We have everything we need. Everything you need to do what you're designed to do, you have. There's no problem. There's nothing wrong. You may have gone through some things. You may have experienced some things, and, and maybe the environment affected you in a way. And these are real issues, by the way. I'm being genuine about They have an impact on people. But, you know, hopefully through the process of maturity and growing, you recognize things for what they really are, the impact they've had on us. And, yes, we all make mistakes and go through bad things and all that. But at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with us. It's a misconception. What's wrong is that we're not living up to our potential. And it was really interesting to me um, as I was having this conversation um, it made me think about myself, and I was like, wow, what, what areas am I not uh, seeing the progress that I would like to see? And I think part of that for me, quite frankly, it's not the whole issue, but just part of it is, you know, 51, going to be 52. I'm at that point where it's like, where do you turn 50? I'm like, I'm there. Whew, that come up quick. <laughs> you know, my hearing shot. I can't see anything anymore. I used to have 2015 vision. People laugh when I say that. But I had a little better than that. I can't see my hand in front of my face. You know, my, my seven-year-old daughter's yelling at me to turn down the TV. <laughs> one one time in five years I watch TV, I'm down here. I, every once in a while I throw it on outside the studio here. I don't know why. I guess it makes me feel like I'm, I'm not alone. <laughs> um, anyway, the one time I sat down to watch it, my daughter could, Dad! Dad, and she's not even telling me. She's like pointing down, like I'm supposed to know. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm dealing with all that. So the, as far as progress in my life, I'm like I'm going backwards here. You know, in practical terms, uh, you know, things I like to do. I'm not much slowed down, but in some ways I am. I'm not able to to move and accomplish what I like to. So anyway, it was good for me to kind of just go through that self-awareness and kind of just use it as a way to develop a plan for what I really do want to see uh, progress in my own life in. And I think I was talking about some of this the last couple of days. I just, I, I want to enjoy some things at this point in my life. And maybe that's a little selfish, uh, but in simple terms, that means my family and my, my property really, and just enjoying and the podcast, you know, um, and I have, I mean, a buddy of mine said that to me. He was one of the people he said to me, kind of made me think. He's like, uh, you haven't been yourself. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, well, you're a little moody. I'm like, well, you're always moody, and it's very moody. What's that supposed to mean? He's like, exactly. I said, okay, I got you. But uh, he said to me, he said, my advice to you is, because I talked to him about trying to grow the podcast and all these different things. He said, just have fun. And, you know, when I started this podcast, that was all I, I, I if, as long as I was enjoying it, I was going to keep doing it. And uh, I don't know that I was enjoying it there for a little while. <clears throat> Not because I didn't want to enjoy it or, you know, but I just, 
got kind of off my mark for some reason. Well, I know why, because the country is being torn to hell. We're all being ripped off. And, um, yeah, it's going to make everybody's agitated. How could you not be? Let me give you a little, let me roll into something a little more specific here. I just want to get share some of that with you. I don't know if you find it helpful or not, or whether these are stories, uh, you know, that, that you find helpful. But hopefully it motivates you a little bit. Everybody struggles with something from time to time. And like I said, I don't want to exaggerate. I'm fine. I'm good. Um, but the last eight months, I could just tell I have not been my positive, um, you know, generally optimistic self. And maybe you say the same to yourself or you're going through something worse. What areas of your life do you want to see progress in? Well, then there's – let me mention this real quick. There's some of you like, dude, my main stress is, you know, I don't have a nickel left after the bills are paid. I don't know how I'm putting gas in the car tomorrow. There's a lot of people dealing with this right now. You know, uh, I see the way our budget's been affected with all this inflation. It's no joke. I talk about it. And so you say, well, you know, what am I supposed to do to see progress in that? Well – there's always something you can do. You know, I've cut everything else. I'm like, eh, everybody says that. But then I, you know, see an iPhone, I see cigarettes, and I'm not judging. You know what I mean? Whatever. And everybody needs something. Everybody has their things. But there's always something you can do to uh, Im- improve and, and, and show progress, even if it's financial and you're in really tough trouble. Always something that you can do. But if not today, make a plan for the future. And if you can't work on the exact thing that you, you want to uh, see progress, well, what other areas could you that would make you feel better anyway? I mean, at least if you're going to be broke, you probably feel better at least if you're in good shape and you looked good, right? Because nobody really cares. Nobody knows what you have in your wallet. You can act like you have money, but you can't act like you're in shape, at least not as easy anyway. So let me get into this story, and it's probably going to be the only other thing I'm able to talk about here. Well, I'll save these for tomorrow. I guess we'll have, we, we, we've got the cue. We're going to have a, another day of podcast. I've got something to talk about uh, since I ra- yammered on so long today. Mississippi capital is with that little or no drinking water. Did you hear this story? It's been making its rounds. You probably heard about it. No drinking water in the capital of Mississippi. And it's because the purification plants have all failed because they weren't maintained properly. And let me tell you what the economic, you've heard about this and the failures and the this and the that. And I don't know if it's government, by the way. I wouldn't assume that. They could be private and the, the corporate money has just been stripped. And this is why we have a PUC. Probably not. It's probably government run. Because there's rules in place for a public utility that requires them to stay on top of these things that they're legally not allowed to fleece the money the way the government does. Isn't that funny? This mismanagement, this dereliction of duty that led to this, is going to end up being an assessment on the properties. And likewise, in the interim, it has destroyed the property's values. Do we have any listeners from the capital of Mississippi? I don't even know what the capital is. Is Jackson? I hope so. Uh... Can you even sell a house without water service? What if you got to change jobs in Mississippi? You're trying to sell the house, and like nobody's going to buy that without any water. This is the kind of destruction that I'm talking about. Whether it's wildfires because the forestry wasn't maintained, or the roads are falling apart, and accidents, and people are dying, or there wasn't enough done to stay on top of the, the social needs and the drug problem that now we have the, 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 these, the, these deadbeats just consuming our society. It goes on and on and on, the failures of government. Something's got to change. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.